were a victim of workplace negligence or more, get the financial compensation you deserve. Call Allied Injury Group for a free consultation now. Call 800-781-1815. That's 800-781-1815. Again, 800-781-1815. The next edition of Your Morning Connection on Connect FM will be Tuesday at 7 a.m. with me, Dan Kenner. Listen for a chance to win a pack of Pennsylvania Lottery scratch-off tickets and some tickets for the Pittsburgh Pirates game against the St. Louis Cardinals on Sunday, June the 4th. At 8.35, Chuck Johnson of Guardian Planners will have sound money management. We'll keep you up to date on local news, local sports, and local weather. It's all on Your Morning Connection, 7 to 9 a.m. on Connect FM. If you have a business, you're still in business because you tell your story when and where the customers you want are shopping. When they're shopping? Right now. Are they thinking of you? Where they're shopping? Online. If they search for what you sell, they'll find all the businesses that do what you do. If they search your name, they'll find you. So plant the seed now. Click advertise with us at the top of the page at connectradio.fm. You can catch the Pirates all season long on Connect FM, your only local news radio, 96.7 and 99.7 FM, and AM 1420, WCED Dubois. Good morning, and thank you for joining us on 99.7 and 96.7. We are Connect FM. We interrupt our regular scheduled programming to bring you live coverage of the Dubois American Legion Post 17 Memorial Day service live at Morningside Cemetery. Good morning. Welcome to welcome to Morningside Cemetery and the and the festivities uh, held by the American Legion Post 17. I would like to take a moment to a moment to welcome all of you to our service at Morningside. I would like to thank Sunny 106 for their coverage, also the staff at Morningside for all the preparation. Special thanks to the high school band for volunteering since school is out. Please ride for, rise for the opening invocation by American Legion Chaplain Ben Kramer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day, for our time together here or at home, as we honor those that died for our way of life. Help us in our ceremony to remember what they fought and died for. Let our efforts bring honor to their memories. For God and country, he asks us in your name. Amen. Thank you, Ben. Everyone take a moment and stay standing, please. Our national anthem will be sung by Melissa Gornati.
Thank you. I'm going to begin introducing our special guest. As you well know, I'm the MC today. My name is John Fritz. I'm a member of Post 17, and I'd like to thank all the volunteers from Post 17, the scouts, and all that associated have helped. I don't want to miss any names. They're doing an outstanding job. So we're going to begin by introducing our special guest this afternoon and this morning. First, I will introduce our Dubois Comptroller, David Bolt. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me. Whereas each day as Americans, we enjoy the freedom of peace, prosperity, and independence. These are virtues upon which the United States is built and ideals that bind us together as a nation. Whereas on Memorial Day, we pause to remember that freedom comes at a great cost. Whereas throughout history, in fields, skies, and seas around the world, American military personnel have stood tall to oppose the enemy's freedom. Many of these brave servicemen and women gave their lives to defend our liberty and uphold the promise 
of our, of our democracy. Whereas the first Memorial Day was observed in 1868 in remembrance of soldiers who died in the Civil War, for 155 years, our nation has set aside this day to pay homage to American patriots who have fallen in service to our country. Whereas as Americans, we honor their spirit and courage, we remember the generations of sacrifices made by our armed forces and their families, and we continue to pray for those now serving on our behalf. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the mayor and city council of the city of Dubois, Pennsylvania, hereby call upon all citizens to observe Monday, May 29, 2023, as Memorial Day, and ask that the day be observed with appropriate ceremonies. In witness whereof, we have set our hands and caused the official seal of the city of Dubois, Pennsylvania, to be affixed to this 22nd day of May in the year of our Lord, 2023. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Mr. Volpe. Next, I have the pleasure of reintroducing Mr. John Sobel, our Clearfield County Commissioner. Thank you, John. Uh, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I always enjoy being with you here at Morningside on uh, Memorial Day weekend. As a Republican elected official, uh, I'm not usually in the habit of quoting Bill Clinton. However, something he said almost 30 years ago has always stuck with me, and that is that what is wrong with America, America can always be cured by what is right with America. And I believe what he meant was that we Americans have a measure of freedom that's unmatched anywhere else in the world. And when we have differences or when we have issues that are troubling the, count, the, the county, the country, uh, we will use that freedom to discuss and debate those issues, if necessary, make changes, and generally make a better country and with our place of leadership in the world a better world. But even more importantly, Americans have for over 200 years been willing to defend that freedom, and even at the cost of their own lives, maintain that freedom. And thousands have paid the ultimate sacrifice. This truly is the greatness of the American people and is also the true meaning of Memorial Day. Their courage and their sacrifices make us the most free nation in the world, and we must honor them. We must let every day be Memorial Day and always remember those who have fallen, as they are the ones that have left us a legacy of freedom, and they are the ones that enable us to live in the greatest country in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful Memorial Day again. Make every day Memorial Day, and thank you. Thank you, sir. Very well appreciated. Next, we will begin to place the flags along all the markers with the music accompanied by the Dubois Area High School Band. Up first will be the Revolutionary War. The flag will be presented by Mr. Dave Koval. 
Secondly, Civil War by Mr. Ben Kramer, first vice for the post-17 and chaplain. War, War One, Polish-American veterans, Mr. Daryl Amanderas, Sons of the American Legion commander. He's accompanied by Ike Fulton. World War II, Mr. Richard Cochimilio, past department commander, Department of Pennsylvania. is the Korean War, flag dedicated by Mr. Scott Kirk, a member of the Sons of the American Legion, Post 17. Next is the Vietnam War, flag dedicated by Mr. Lon Dissolve. The next flag dedication is by the, in the Persian Gulf, dedicated by Mr. Jake Short. <laughs> Lastly, Global War on Terrorism, flag placed by Mr. Ray Cooper, adjutant for the Sons of the American Legion. with the placing of the wreaths at the markers. Daughters of the American Revolution, Elaine Kennard and Harry Miller. by the American Legion Auxiliary, Scott and Marsha Muir. Laying the wreath for the VFW Auxiliary be Ernie and Karen Noggle. 
playing the reef for the Disabled American Veterans Chapter 65, Mr. Dave Gorella and Kathy Hibner. Placing in the reef for the Persian Gulf veterans will be Mr. Jake Short and Sherry Eberling. for the global war on terrorism will be Mr. Lon Dissolve and Sue Dedza. The final wreath will be laid for the Sons of American Legion Mr. Dale Lamanderas, followed by Ike Fulkerson. Thank you. It is now my privilege to introduce our guest speaker for today. We are honored to have this man here today. His record as a veteran advocate is beyond reproach. His dedication is second to none. He is a 53-year veteran of the American Legion. Years in membership is 53. He has held every elective office at the post level and four years as a post commander. He served as the ninth district commander from 1985 to 1987, and again from 2003 to 2005. That shows dedication. He was Eastern Vice Commander in 1990 and Department Commander in 1994. He is currently serving as Department Parliamentarian since 2011. He is a Navy veteran from 1968 to 1972. He served as SYNCPAC in Hawaii for the USS Yorktown, CBS-10, and at Fleet Operation Control Center in London, England. It is my pleasure to introduce a true veteran my friend and a past department commander, Mr. Joseph Glazier. Thank you, John. You said that just as I wrote it. Can everybody hear me? How about all the way up there? Can you hear me? No? How about now? Once again, we gather here as free Americans 
to remember our honored dead of all wars. The United States has existed for 247 years, and many a young man has marched off to war to defend our freedom. Most of them returned, some did not. The ones that didn't, we honor on this Memorial Day. In today's modern world, with all our reality games on the computer, our cell phones, iPods, or wherever we can play, we are becoming more and more immune to the realities of war. In today's world, less than 1% of our youth volunteer for the military. So the majority of our youth only know war from the reality games they play. When we, our friends, and our children play the myriad of war games available to us, all we have to do is hit the reset button whenever something goes wrong or we lose the game. In reality, that just doesn't happen. Makes me wonder what went through a dying soldier's mind or that of his buddies as they watched him slip away. During the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, and the Civil War, the military used 50 caliber powder and ball muskets. When a musket ball hit a man in the body, it went in his nickel-sized hull and blew out the man's spine or shattered his limbs. As he lay there dying, did he think of his family, his friends, or his loved ones? Did he pray to his God? For him, there was no reset button. The veterans of these wars returned home to their families, cities, and farms, many with serious wounds and missing limbs, unable to support their families and with little or no aid from their government. Many died destitute. During World War I, a young Vincent Nace left his hometown and headed for France, never thinking he wouldn't return. When the bullet tore through Vincent Nace's wallet and Bible in his vest pocket and exited out his back, did he have time to think about what was happening? Or was God merciful to him and made his death instantaneous? For these young men fighting World War I, there was no reset button. The returning veterans had a ticker tape parade in New York, and Broadway had a musical called Yankee Doodle Dandy. But the veterans were quickly forgotten. Many suffered from the effects of being gassed by the enemy. There was no VA medical system to help them. There was little or no hope from the government who sent them to war. Teddy Roosevelt Jr. and other veterans met in Paris in 1918 and formed an organization called the American Legion and started working to ensure benefits for veterans and their families. The last veteran of that war died just a few years ago. In World War II, my cousin was a submariner in the Pacific. His submarine was sunk by enemy depth charges. As his son headed to the bottom, filling with water, the hole crushing in all around him, what was he thinking knowing he was about to die? Did he think of his family, brothers and sisters, or pray to his God? Close your eyes for a moment and think about his situation. Water all around him, he holding his breath as long as he could, then exhaling and breathing in his last as his lungs filled with seawater. Not yet dead, realizing what was happening to him, he slowly slipped away. He, like so many others, was really dead. It was not a game.
There was no reset button. Thousands upon thousands of Johnnies came marching home, ticker tape parades in New York and local parades everywhere to welcome them home. However, this time they had a helping hand. The American Legion had written and submitted to Congress for consideration the Veterans Readjustment Act, better known as the GI Bill. It has been called the single greatest piece of legislation ever passed and is credited with starting the middle class in this country. It contained college education, housing, medical benefits for all veterans and for the families of those who had died. Korea was another story. Men were dying everywhere while defending the free South. They marched north to the Chosan Reservoir, only to retreat once again as the Chinese joined the fight. Many froze to death along the way. Freezing to death is a locus. It's a slow process. First you're cold, then you start to feel tired and sleepy, and you slowly slip into a coma as your body's core temperature drops, then death mercifully comes. Again, there is no reset button. Vietnam was a jungle war where you were never quite sure who was your ally and who was your enemy. I lost many friends in that war, 13 from my senior class alone. One shot through the neck by a sniper. Another jumped on a grenade to save his platoon. A friend of mine told me of his experience. It was late in the evening, and everyone was dug in for the night. He was talking quietly with his buddy in the next foxhole when suddenly there was a terrific explosion that shook the ground and knocked him over. As he sat back up, he noticed the air was filled with a red, foamy mist that was falling on him. He realized it was blood and bone fragments. He looked to his left and his buddy was gone. He had taken a direct hit by a mortar or a rocket. He told me that what was left of his friend would have fit in a playmate cooler with room to spare. He had no choice. He had no chance to survive no chance to pray or think about his family. Game over, no reset. Our recent wars in Iran and Iraq have had many young men and women killed by roadside bombs, terrorist attacks, and in battle. Because of our modern equipment that these soldiers now wear in the field, many have survived the blasts and injuries. But they come home with a myriad of injuries, such as lost limbs and traumatic brain injuries. Many of those who died in field hospitals after being wounded, helicopter crashes, and are in firefights with the enemy. Many of them had time to realize their situation and to make peace with their creator. It is all these veterans who made the supreme sacrifice that we remember today. It's the citizen soldier who volunteered or received the letter from their friends and neighbors that have given all for their American freedom for over 200 years. On this day, we need to take time to remember their families who have to deal with the loss of their loved ones. Veterans organizations like the American Legion, VFW, DAV, Vietnam Veterans of America, and others stand ready to assist all of these families. The dues that we pay to belong to these, to these organizations goes to fund education programs such as scholarship for the children of deceased soldiers and sailors, 
for funding lobbyists to work on Capitol Hill to ensure we get the benefits promised us for service officers to assist our veterans and families and many other worthy programs. For example, last year, American Legion service officers obtained over $87 million in new VA benefits for families and veterans in Pennsylvania. Other veterans organizations do the same work. Your, your service made us eligible to join. So if you are a veteran, I ask you today to get off the couch, put down the Game Boy, and get involved with us to make sure that all families that were left behind and all those veterans who need our help get it. Who knows, one day you or your family may need help too. This is not a game, no reset, no restart, only reality. May God have mercy on all those we honor today. May he be with their families and with our soldiers and sailors that are still in harm's way. May he bless all of you as you go about your daily business, and may God bless America. Thank you, Mr. Glazier. That was very well said. Very well said. Now I have the opportunity to introduce Mr. Dayton Nixon. He is our post-17 commander. Thank you. <laughs> Good day to everybody. Can you hear me up there? I hope so. Uh, Good morning, everyone. In quiet services across our country today, we come together as a nation to remember those lost in the clash of battle, the thunder of bombs, the roar of tanks, the rumbling of jets flying overhead, and the screaming of artillery shells. This Memorial Day, we come together, even if only in mind and spirit, to honor the many sacrifices made for our freedom. As we enjoy living in a land of the free, and the home of the brave, we must continue to remind Americans that there is no freedom without bravery, and those who honor today were brave when it counted the most. Amid the war-torn decades we have endured, we take great pride in those heroes, these men and women who believe they were just doing their duty. They had the strength when the situation demanded it determination when everything was felt lost, and devotion, courage, and patriotism when others looked to them for guidance. No one ordered them to practice the most basic of human ideals. They did it because they were Americans and lived in a nation worth defending. Generation after generation has been fortunate enough to reap the benefits paid for by those who believe that freedom is worth fighting for, and if it's necessary, dying. In cemeteries across America and around the world today, people will pause to spread flowers on the graves of those lost in war. But today should not be about the sorrow we feel at their loss, and not about mourning. What it should be about is thanking God that we had such brave men and women. And that is what this very special day is all about, being thankful and to pay tribute to those heroic patriots 
who bravely rose up and fought for something greater than themselves, protecting the home to which they never returned. They sacrificed everything for the noblest of causes, and it is up to you and me to carry their memory forward in an effort to repay a debt that we can never truly repay. Flowers, memorials, and flags at half-staff, and the sad notes of taps, as meaningful as they are, they are not enough. What we really must do to honor their sacrifice is to live what they died for. Live the America they died for, a country of freedom, equality, opportunity, and unlimited promise. Live filled with hope, hope that what they gave us will last forever, and that freedom and opportunity will find all who seek it. Live to preserve their legacy, educating all who believe Memorial Day is just another holiday, and passing along our knowledge to the next generation so they may do the same. We must ensure that the youth of tomorrow understand true cost of freedom. Today, we do more than just carry on tradition dating back to 1866, when the first formal Memorial Day observances were conducted. We go beyond tradition, beyond remembering, and beyond mourning. Today, we work together to make this the country they died for, building a better nation each and every day. They give up their days for our tomorrows. And now we must carry their message of dedication and determination to the generations in uniform today and to the generations who will serve tomorrow. Because there is no greater way to honor the memory of those who have secured I thank you. Thank you, Commander. I next would like to introduce Mr. Dave Gorella for his remarks representing Disabled American Veterans, Chapter 65. Thank you, Welcome, everyone. Thank you to the brave men and women who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Let us remember those who courageously gave their lives. Join us as we remember and honor our heroes. Let's use today to count our blessings and stand proud, honoring our nation's highest heroes on Memorial Day. We wish you a beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Today we honor those who make a great sacrifice for us. Let's remember our fallen service members with pride this Memorial Day. Today, we pay homage to those who have given us our freedom. We salute our fallen and give thanks to this Memorial Day. Today, we express our gratitude to our fallen heroes. In remembrance of our heroes on this Memorial Day, wishing you a memorable Memorial Day weekend. Today, we honor those who have made the greatest sacrifice, sending you warm wishes on this day of remembrance, honoring our heroes who served to hold our flag high. Let us gather today in celebration of those 
who have fallen. Thank you, John, for having me here. God bless America. Well said, Dave. Uh, before we begin the closing ceremonies, I have a few light announcements. There will be a small luncheon to post after we conclude it here. Uh, just remember, there's not a, a ton of parking lot there. So you can park across the street. You can park over by uh, the TV station or over at the uh, ball fields. I'd also like to mention to you, and we've heard it mentioned a few times, look at all these flags flying around here. These are lost community members that served our country. Look at their names. Say their names. Don't let them be forgotten. Some of them have been here for a long time. That's the only way they're going to be remembered, by saying their names. And with that said, the veterans in the area, the veterans are standing here today and their family members, they should really, really consider joining a veteran service organization and helping us promote veterans' rights for things like we're doing today. We're nothing but more but serving the veterans and serving our community. It's something you need to really think about. It's something you should do. You're a veteran. You're going to be a veteran to the day that we lose you. I would now like to introduce again Mr. Ben Kramer, and he will lead us in benediction. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, the sounds of the volley and taps that we will soon hear tugs on our hearts because we know someone who is loved has left this world. No greater gift can one give than to lay down their life for another. Thank you for our time to thank them for dying for our freedom. Be with us as we leave and enjoy our celebrations. For God and country we pray. Amen. Thank you, Ben. Everybody remain standing. We're going to post the colors to full staff by the VFD, excuse me, the VFW Honor Guard and Troop 36, followed by the firing of three rifle, rifle volleys to salute our fallen comrades and also performing taps and echo taps.
Once again, remember, the light luncheon at Post 17 provided by the American Legion Auxiliary. Please try to stop in, visit the monument over in the park, walk around and look at the names on the ground in the pavers. Come into the post and view the names of the pictures that are killed in action that belong to Dubois that the post has adopted. You'll be glad you did. Enjoy your day. Remember the names. Speak them loudly. And hope to see you soon. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us on 99.7 and 96.7. We are Connect FM. This concludes our coverage of the American Legion Post 17's Memorial Day ceremony. We now join our regular scheduled programming already in progress. This weekend, we're up to what you're up to. It's your Tri-County Weekend here. Connect FM. Including with them, doesn't seem the FBI pushed things. And in doing so, there was a ring of, oh, my God, this guy's in bed with the Russians, when in reality, it, it, it wasn't that. And you, got, you can go deeper to the report. It's 306 pages. If I'm waiting for the musical. I don't have that kind of time.